What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to sit down with the owner of Self-Made Training Facility, Jeff Mahaffey, and we're going to talk about everything that's going on as he's taking a stand against the Arizona governor and keeping his gym open. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back. We're here today with Jeff Mahaffey, owner of Self-Made Training Facility. What's going on, man? Not much. <laughs> Just another day at the office? Pretty much, yeah, 100%. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys have seen him yet. He's been making some waves uh, very viral lately uh, with a video you posted on. It was Sunday, right? Uh, yeah, the latest one. I mean, there's there's been a couple yeah. that have gotten really good traction, just interactions with the with the cops. So. so for those of you guys who don't know, I'll set a little bit of the context. I took some notes here on my phone. So I think it was June 29th, uh, the governor of Arizona had issued like an exec- executive order that basically ordered all bars, gyms, and other specific businesses to close for the next 30 days. And that was yeah. after the initial shutdown, yeah, obviously. Um, then on the 23rd he, of July, he extended that statewide order indefinitely. Then on uh, the 25th was when that video was posted, and that was obviously the viral video of you right. and the Scottsdale police officer. Um, and then actually the following day, I saw another video uh, you were tagged in with. It was uh, U.S. Senate candidate Dan McCarthy was yep. here. Yep. Yeah, so there's been a lot going on here, um, but the gist of it, I'm gonna let you speak to it. Um, essentially, the gist is we're still open, right? Yeah, yeah 100%. <laughs> um, you know, so I have another location in Phoenix as well on top of Scottsdale. So when this all first started happening, we stayed open as long as we could. So we're private training. We're not a membership-based gym. We're a completely controlled environment. We're private, uh, we're a by appointment only. So really, I mean, like here, we have a 15,000 square foot facility. And during your peak hours, you might see 50 total people in this entire place. Mm-hmm. We can literally socially distance up uh, 12 feet apart in this facility. It's and, controlled. And, yeah. and have 110 people in here as per CDC guidelines. And that's 12 feet apart, not even six feet. Um, but anyway, so the initial shutdown, we stayed open. Mm-hmm. And then once Ducey gave the stay-at-home order, I was like, you know what, we should probably close. Sure. That one month, so my leases are still due. My right. landlords are hounding you for your leases, electricity, everything's still due. Yeah. So between my two facilities, you're looking at $50,000. We still paid out. Still got it. Bills keep coming. Yeah. Not gonna not gonna charge my trainers, obviously. Yeah. Right? But so, you still have your overhead, your expenses, took, and yeah, cost took, of operations. Took a hit for 50 grand. Was like, man, that that's, that sucks. I told my wife, I was like, we're fucking opening May 1st, dude, regardless. Mm-hmm. So nothing was really changing numbers-wise. Anything. It all just kind of seemed like bullshit still to me at least like yes it's real but is it as bad as what they say no right fuck it we're open so we literally opened this facility may 4th right in the heart of covid mm-hmm. had trainers immediately filling our spots as many as we could have so we're literally up to 40 trainers now we've been open two months so um and at this point once they gave the the shutdown again of gyms and bars never even thought twice about it did not cross my mind to shut the doors mainly because our trainers last time we shut down out of phoenix were all hurting yeah everyone everyone feels it i mean from obviously the owners the employees there's no one who isn't affected by this and so you know i'm obviously happy you've kept the gym open i think you're doing a great thing here you've definitely caught a lot of attention for it but I just wanted to kind of talk to you today, give you the opportunity to tell a little bit more your side of the story because for those who haven't seen the video, we'll put a link down below in the description, but we want to make sure that, you know, 
why you're doing this is being represented right. properly. And so I wrote some questions down. Um, and so just after I had watched that video that was posted Sunday, um, you talked about like uh, all the articles have been filed and now self-made is recognized as a PMA, a right. private member association. Right. So can you talk a little bit about like what does that mean moving forward for you specifically and other small business owners who are interested in doing the same thing? Right. So uh, basically when you take on a corporation or LLC, when you start a business, you're taking that on, you're buying it from the state. Right. So that means you're essentially almost taking the state off. You think of it like you're taking them on as them having a vested interest now in your company. Okay. All right, so that gives them the legal right to kind of have some sure. control, even though they don't tell you that, right? Um, the fine so, print. Right, the fine, <laughs> yeah, very fine print. Yeah. So what we did, if you look at Governor, uh, Governor Ducey's order, it literally states that if you are a private organization, you do not have to partake in the state of emergency. Okay. So dealing with me and my attorneys and everything like that, we were like, Here's a loophole. Yeah, right, right. Here we're a PMA. So we went and filed all of our paperwork as a PMA. Now, that takes complete um, control away from the government whatsoever. Okay. They have no vested interest in your company at all. Then what I did is I filed a DBA for that PMA. Okay. So now it makes it public record. Okay. Because if you try and find private articles of a private business, it's you're gonna, not gonna yeah, you're not gonna find it. anything. So I've done both those things for both my locations. Mm -hmm. uh, Ian Smith out in New Jersey with Attilus, we gave yep. him the same information. He did that as well. Excellent. Um, which so for now, moving forward, he should be good. And we sent out all of, all of our articles to the chief of police uh, for Scottsdale. Everyone was put on notice, right? Yeah, and when I say everyone's put on notice, it's exactly what it was. We sent all of our articles and paperwork to the governor, the mayor, chief of police, sheriff, department of health, everybody. Um, and so at this point, we are choosing not to partake legally sure. in, the, in the executive order. So okay. um, I've had numerous gyms reach out, numerous other small businesses from right. different states, our state as well, um, on how to do it. And I've put them in contact with the individual that okay. uh, was able to get that done for us. How long, how long did the process take you four personally? Hours. Four hours? Okay, yeah, so four two, hours. I started the process at 2 in the morning, and by 6 a.m., everything was filed, completed, and everything else. Okay. So, that's awesome. So, yeah. four hours, I mean, that's definitely worth the time investment. Yeah, and yeah. a little bit of money. It, yeah, of it course. It costs money, but <laughs> of course. that's the way it goes. So, obviously, you mentioned, I know you've been consulting with attorneys regarding everything that's going on, but um, can you talk about just, like, some of the harassment issues that you've seen in while you've been dealing with this? Because yeah. it's, it's a lot. It is, and it's, I mean, it's on a daily basis, and as of now, you can see, it's actually kind of slowed down quite a bit yeah. since, um, I mean, I've been documenting everything on social media since it started. Yeah, and that's, you know? and that's how we actually yeah. found yeah. each other, because right. I was like, I love what you're doing, right. can we link up, I, I want to just talk. And, <laughs> and really, it just started with them kind of playing nice, mm -hmm. and it was, hey, you know, we're going to ask you to shut down, this and that, and it's like, it's not going to happen, Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> it's just not, Yeah, and I mean, you can, there's a video uh, on there, uh, on my social media, when they came into the facility, into the facility, I said, okay, check it out, this is the last time you guys are going to come in here mm -hmm. and actually threaten me, from now on, you're no longer welcome into this facility unless you're here for health and wellness, trespassing, yeah, harassment, like, yeah, yeah. Any, any other, anything else is like, sorry, you guys, you guys aren't welcome, so, uh, at this point, we would lock the doors and exit the facility, my, just myself mm -hmm. and my, my social media guy, and we would meet the, the officers in the parking lot. Okay. And that's as far as we would let them come, because once they come back, come past our actual handicap stalls, it's private property. Right. Uh, for a private business. So, I mean, they're showing up five, six times a day, 
um, literally checking license plates in the parking lot, following individuals out of the parking lot, pulling yeah. them over. For, I, I saw you talking about one I mean, of your one of the athletes yeah. got pulled over yep. because of tinted windows, right. and then was threatened to be cited. Yeah, for coming to the facility. And and so it's funny that it kind of answered my next question because. Like, I remember watching the video, and so the offers, he, he goes at first, he says uh, that he did not receive a call or complaint. Right. And then he said, well, I was just sitting here doing some paperwork, but yeah. you keep watching the video. So then he states, well, he was just coming by to see if you guys were open, but then you're like, but this is the fifth time today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, all right, yeah. what story are you going to try and he, feed he, me? Because I'm actually, here all day. Yeah, he actually goes yeah. with, no, I, I didn't have a call or anything, and then I said, were you told to come here today? Right. And he said, well, I'm just doing paperwork, and he said... Well, I was told to check to see if you're right, and so the story kept changing. And there's a lot of that video I cut out that makes him look even worse. I'm not trying to smear them by any means. Sure. So there's some stuff in there that I mean, some threats, comments, things like that mm -hmm. that I'm trying to keep out. And uh, I mean, but they—if you're going to be an officer of the law, I, just, I really hope you at least educate yourself on the Arizona Constitution which is what you're supposed to be upholding on top of the US I was going to say, if you're going to enforce the law, at least that, know. The problem is, yeah. is officers run off of statutes. That's everything that they focus on are statutes. Mm -hmm. They don't actually know the U.S. Constitution or the Arizona Constitution, which could get them in a lot of trouble. I was saying, that's, a, sc that's a scary thing. It's a fine line to be walking. And the funny thing is, is it's not going to come down on the police chief. It's going to come down on the individual officer. Well, and, and as we've seen, so yeah. with that being said, has a complaint been filed against that officer who is in the video from, from so Sunday? We, yeah, we filed numerous okay. complaints, just a basic, basic harassment. It's not even just been us, it's been uh, a lot of other people that have um, called into the police department and made complaints as well. So, okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're not alone, obviously, in this no, fight. But, no, um, not at all. So another thing from the video, when the video was posted on Sunday, that was the 25th of July, um, there was a comment made that you'd received, I think it was like 21 charges thus far. Can you talk about what those charges are even so, for yeah, or what yeah. the penalty associated with those is? So I, as of right now, they, they sent me the first 14. They told me I would have uh, basically a charge for every day that I'm a violation or a citation for every day that I'm open. Okay. Um, they've told, I was informed that the, it is a $2,500 fine for every day that I'm open. Mm -hmm. um, I filed all my PMA paperwork was completed on the 22nd. Okay. So and today's basically, the 28th, so yeah. yeah. And so basically, I have 21 violations. Mm -hmm. They've sent me the first 14. They're class one misdemeanor criminal charges. Okay. For um, disobeying an executive order by a governor. Don't I, yeah, I need to, to break, break a law? law. It, it's just wild right now too, because kind of like we've all talked about is what's open, what's not open. Yeah. It's very arbitrary and random. Right. And I know, obviously, I'm sure pretty familiar with what's going right. on with Mountainside Fitness yep. and how they're taking action. I think part of it comes down to having the pockets deep enough to fight mm -hmm. the battles. Right. Also, knowing that, you know, kind of like you, uh, Ian, you guys right. are obviously, I know uh, Lewis over in mm -hmm. Oceanside, yep. you guys are just trying to fight the good fight. Yeah, 100%. And yeah. I mean, the, the thing is, is, you know, and I keep trying to tell other small businesses that are contacting me, hey man, my gym's open, but I'm not putting it out. Mm -hmm. Why aren't you? Yeah, I mean, and it's, it's just business a, as usual. The biggest thing is it's a fear of, well, they're going to find me or they're going to do this or they're going to do that. Guess what, dude? It, that'll all come out in the wash. So but you you got to stand up and take action. If you're not, like, I, I don't even, why are you contacting me? So I you think it, it, it's crazy. I was traveling a few weeks ago in Las Vegas, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm walking through the casino floor and everywhere. They've even hired additional uh, hosts to make sure you're wearing your mask right. properly. But 
as I'm walking by on the casino floor, I see a guy literally smoking a cigarette out the side of his mask, and I kind of started to laugh to myself because yeah. I said, if you can walk into a convenience store, buy a pack of cigarettes, right. is there even a point in wearing a mask? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it, it, it's just the fine lines that are being drawn right now. It, it really does step upon some constitutional rights and civil liberties, and yep. it's almost like when did we wake up and just lose our rights? Yeah, and you know, I think even the governor of California said uh, at one point, Governor Newsom, he said, "I." I want to be able to give you some of your rights back. <laughs> and that really struck home to me. Admitting going, that you already took them. Yeah. How, how the fuck is it your ability to take them in the first place? It's their constitutional rights. I think to us gym goers, it's crazy. But I don't think it's crazy to some individuals that health and fitness is just not a priority. Not even a priority. But okay, so. you know what? That would be a good time to talk about like, why are you doing this? Why do you believe that staying open is the right choice? I have my opinions, which right. I'll share, but why do you right. think staying open is the right decision? Uh, for me, a lot of it is the, so now I don't even have employees. Every, everyone out of self-made training facilities is an independent contractor. Okay. They run their own business, everything like that. So not only am I a small business owner, mm -hmm. but they're all small business sure. owners. Okay, so for me, you know, I've got, a, I've got an individual who is a, a brand new father stay-at-home mom with a brand new infant mm -hmm. if, if he can't work how's he supposed to provide and put formula diapers all those things that's on what the it comes down to and so for me we took such a big hit as when I say we I mean all of us small business owners within self-made mm -hmm. that I know some of these individuals cannot afford to take that hit again and it's... so I will take on the burden of dealing with all of this bullshit and I'll let them be in here and thrive and I got to commend all my trainers at both facilities that go mm -hmm. Jeff what are we doing? I go, we're, stay, we're staying open, get to work. That's it. That's, this, the, only this time they, yeah, that's the only time they yeah. ask, and they are all in here just grinding, thriving right now because the amount of individuals that are coming in for private personal training I would believe at it. this time is huge. So they're keeping their heads down, they're growing their businesses. I, I got to commend them for that. I mean, they're just literally, they ask one time, we staying open? Yep, that's yep. it. <laughs> I like usual. that. So I like it's that. It's been, been really good. You know, it's it's tough because obviously not just gyms, but a lot of other businesses have felt the effects of this pandemic. Yeah. And so we're not alone here. But at the same time, I mean, for me, we kind of talked about it a little bit off camera. But for me, the gym has always been a place where I seek therapy. And right. I mean, honestly, bodybuilding and fitness saved my life a few years yeah. ago just from uh, a horrible uh, food poisoning accident I went through. And so... Who knows where I'd be right now if I didn't have the gym, right? right? And but, I, you're definitely not alone on that aspect and, whatsoever. And that's so. the thing. So many people use this as an escape from their everyday reality to mm -hmm. not just work on their physical health, but right. their mental health. Yeah. And I think during this time, especially when people have struggled with mental health right. issues from 100%. being unemployed, not making money, having their bills piling up, yeah. the list goes on and on. So it's like yep. to just have that hour, two hours right. you can come to the gym and 100%. let go. Thank yeah, God. It's, it's absolutely amazing. <laughs> and me being uh, prior military and doing everything, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I, I go to counseling myself. Yeah. Uh, mental health is, is huge. That's amazing. And a lot that I've experienced just with other fellow veterans, you know, even first responders, all that good stuff. Yeah. But it is very important to have that outlook. And I think that's what is so important in all this is you're not just here for right. the physical aspects of yeah. it. So like you said, there's some people who aren't into fitness or health right. and they won't understand it. Right. But for those who do, there's a lot more to it than yeah. just looking oh, good in, in, on the beach. Uh, what, a, what a lot of people don't realize is that a personal trainer becomes just like a therapist. Mm -hmm. It's a shoulder to lean on. I mean, it's a you, life coach. Yeah, 100%. You listen to some, I mean, I'll inadvertently just listen to some training sessions. Yeah. And they're telling their whole fucking yeah. problems, you know, you know, great things that have happened, bad things that have happened, and it just, 
it's like having a therapist. I would know? totally so, agree with yeah. that. It's, it <laughs> is a it. great thing. It's a great outlet. For I people, love it. So. I love it. So let's see. So I know that after the video went viral, mm -hmm. um, then you had uh, U.S. Senate candidate Dan McCarthy come by here. Yeah. He demonstrated a peaceful protest. Can right. you talk about just kind of how did that whole thing come about? Um, so uh, basically, one of, I have a fellow um, State Department worker that um, prior prior cop, prior military guy that I, I've been with. Uh, he's Daniel McCarthy's very pro what's going on right now. As yeah, far as us staying open and government overreach, and I mean, you name the list goes on and on. Mm -hmm. So uh, he wanted to come and check it out, see exactly what we had going on here, have me firsthand show him the facility, explain how it works on a day-to-day -day yeah. operation. How we're by appointment only. How we keep such a clean facility. The uh, you know the policies, procedures that we take on, that follow mm -hmm. CDC guidelines, everything like that. And uh, so he wanted to see it firsthand. It was it was a great event. He was uh, uh, very uh, empathetic to what's going on, mm -hmm. and uh, you know it was just a really good outing. So. Well, I think it's important too when you're seeing people of that stature right. who can you know like cheerlead and, yeah, and champion yeah. your voice and your cause right. where they're supporting it yeah. because again you know i'm i'm on your side i believe right. you're doing the right thing yeah we kind of talked about it a little bit uh just now when dan was here with you this past mm -hmm. weekend but can you kind of tell the viewers like a little bit about what precautions and measures you've taken right um because i know ian dropped a, a great statistic on an interview i heard this morning he said between june and now they've had over 13,000 13,000 yeah. people i'll say it again 13,000 yeah. people documented and logged through Attila's gym in New Jersey. And how many COVID cases? Zero. Zero. Not To the one. point where the health department even called them not a threat whatsoever. Not a threat. They've even been yeah. called not a threat by the health yeah. department. Yeah. And that is good hard data. Right. So one thing he said that really stuck out is a lot of the media has obviously created this fear, but what we don't hear about is the solutions yep. because we are still having to live our yeah. normal lives to right. some extent amongst yep. this pandemic. And yeah. so talk about what you guys are doing here because obviously this is a very clean right. and sanitary space. Yeah, so uh, all the we use Ecolab for all of our cleaning mm -hmm. supplies. I mean, from windows to floors to absolutely everything, uh, which is effective against uh, the coronavirus, mm -hmm. you know, and everything like that. Um, everything we do, uh, you know, we try and socially distance as much as possible. When you are personal training, sometimes you do need to be close sure. to that individual for safety reasons. Um, I do not require anybody to wear a mask because the CDC says if you're a healthy individual mm -hmm. who does not have a virus, you do not, you should not be wearing a mask. There you go. Um, so we do not require a mask, but everybody cleans before and after the equipment before and after it is used. So mm -hmm. not only uh, if somebody fails to clean something and you bring a client to it, you're cleaning it before anyway. So. Um, it's the whole facility has gone through first thing in the morning mm -hmm. obviously trainers are cleaning throughout the day as well sure. as myself and uh, my lead trainer and then i'm here usually till about midnight almost every single night going over the floors organizing all the equipment making sure everything's sanitized once again and then we just go on so, this guy's not sleeping right now. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, and that's both facilities. My wife handles the facility down in, in Phoenix, and she does the same exact thing. Is that she's over there today? Yep. Yeah. See, teamwork makes the dream day. work. Yeah, just about every day. So she handles there. That's I awesome. Here, so that's um, awesome. But yeah, I mean, we do everything we can to keep things nice and clean, sanitary for uh, for all everyone that's coming in. So well, when you think about it too, I mean, the precautions you guys are taking on a daily, consistent, yep. hourly basis yep. is more than you would see at right. some of the other 
essential businesses and they're Just, still open. My, my biggest example is go to Walmart. Go pick oh. a watermelon at Walmart. Yeah. And you see people, I don't know how to pick a watermelon, I'll figure that. <laughs> but I see people hit them, you know, whatever, listening for a company. You want to go pick some watermelons yeah, out there? Right? Let's figure it out, right? <laughs> But do you see anybody walk up and clean that watermelon and sanitize that watermelon after somebody just discards it? Because Right. Do you see anybody touching boxes of cereal or anything? I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't make sense. You know, and I understand we need grocery stores and everything, but at the same time, we also need to stay healthy, keep our immune system mm -hmm. high, and then along those lines. So. Yeah. So, kind of my last question, and it is, there's no right or wrong answer, but just in your opinion, why do you think some businesses have been allowed to stay open. Why do you think some have been targeted? What I, to me, man, this is all—it's all—it's all a money grab at this sure. point. You know, I think that to keep that government funding going, we needed to. Uh, Governor Ducey needed to close some businesses. Uh, a gym, I think, is an easy, uneducated target for sure. somebody who doesn't know any better and goes, "Oh, well, people sweat in there, and you know, <laughs> all this, and you know, so let's close down gyms." I, I think that. He had to pick a couple things to keep government funding coming our way, or his way, definitely not our way. And um, and so that's what he did, you know. And then he was going to lift the ban on the 27th. Right. That's and the then, same day government funding stopped. Mm -hmm. Right. That's pretty con coincidental. Know, coincidental. Right. And then, uh, you know, they say, okay, hey, we're going to extend government funding. So what does he do three, two days ago now? And it, it's now extended, extended indefinitely. 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 So, and that's not a good word because no. no timeline Absolutely given at all, just no. indefinitely. Yeah. And uh, so I think once government funding slows or stops, you're going to see gyms are going to be able to open again. Anybody that can walk in this facility and be like, this place is disgusting, it's spreading the virus and doing that, you obviously know nothing about it. This is probably one of the cleanest facilities I've been in yeah. inside the state of Arizona, and I've right. trained at quite a few gyms in the valley. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm honestly impressed. It's a beautiful facility. Right. Appreciate so it. I really appreciate, obviously, yeah. what you're doing by staying open, not that's just for me, but for everyone that's here. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, man, just keep fighting the good yeah. fight. We'll do, man. I hope, I hope everything works out. Yeah. And if you guys are in the area, where can they find you? Because I know you're all uh, over social media these yeah, days. Yeah, just uh, the, the gym pages is uh, on Instagram. It's SMTF Scottsdale and self-made training facility PHX. So you can go to both those. And, dude, I'm already starting here in the next, like, 30 days and be signing our new lease for our East Valley yeah. location. We're going we're gonna to be all over the whole valley, so uh, look out for us, man. All right, guys. That's going to wrap up this episode. I really hope that you guys enjoyed that conversation, and be sure to stay tuned for new episodes of the podcast coming soon. If you're looking for me online, you can find me on Instagram at Scott M. Wolf. And until next time, peace.